0: Good afternoon everybody and welcome along to the afternoon session here at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. We kick off our almost longest day. Saturday's going to be a bit longer in terms of our coverage but this one's a packed one too. Uh, We kick off our afternoon session with an important 15 minutes for the drivers in the IMSA prototype challenge. There's a grid of 22 cars standing by just to my left in the pit lane that is the old pit lane if you like here at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta that can mean only one thing it's qualifying and we'll set the grid then for the IMSA prototype challenge race here on Matul Patilamon weekend taking you through it will be Shea Adam and Jeremy Shaw and they're live next here on IMSA Radio
1: A prototype challenge
0: on imMC radio part of the radio show limited network
1: it's time to go qualifying just a quick 15 minute session which, is quite a bit of asking for these runners in this Michelin, uh, excuse me, the IMSA prototype challenge, 22 cars set to go out for the qualifying. But Jeremy Shaw, it's been a difficult day so far for the drivers in this competition because turn five caught four different cars out during the short practice session this morning.
2: Yeah. Hopefully we won't see a repeat of that in this, uh, in this brief qualifying session. Otherwise, not many people are going to get lapsed in at all. So we've had, it seems to me, we've had a, a whole slew of incidents during the day. And all of the, I don't think we've had a single session go past today, actually, without some sort of red flag stoppage, isn't it? Correct. Which is unusual, I would say, in IMSA competition in general. But hopefully this will be clean and, you know, it's, it's going to be an exciting qualifier session.
1: In speaking with a couple of the drivers in between the first practice session and now, they said the cloud cover really did play a part because the temperature was dropped so much compared to what they were used to. Getting temperature in the tires was really an issue. Well, we came up 15 degrees Fahrenheit between our two Michelin Pilot Challenge sessions. We now can add on to that even more into the heat of the day, almost 20 degree increase between when the cars were first out on track to when they will go out now for the track temperature. That will help and hopefully we should see some clean green laps for qualifying.
2: Yeah, and I think the uh, the lap record is going to take a bit of a pasting. It <laughs> currently stands to Kent and Cook with a time set a couple of years ago, back in 2017 at a 117.984. And looking at the, the combined two practice sessions we've had so far, one yesterday afternoon and one this morning, the top nine cars were all, all underneath that mark. Uh, and the quickest of them was set yesterday afternoon by Scott Andrews in the JDC Motorsports Norma Car Number Nine on a one minute sixteen point three. So that's a pretty big step forward.
1: He threw down the challenge very early on in that session as well, Jeremy. I seem to remember it was lap three or four that he went straight to the top and then stayed there for the entire time. Did manage to better his time though as the session progressed, did he not?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was certainly. I mean, Scott Andrews. A lot of experience in P3 cars, yeah. uh, both in this country and in Europe. And uh, he, you know, he knows his way around here pretty well as well. So he was able to uh, put together some good laps together. But it won't be Scott who will be uh, qualifying the car this afternoon It'll be Jerry Crout who will take the qualifying duties in car Number 9. And that kind of uh, opens it up somewhat. But I would expect to, to, there's, there's three drivers in particular that are driving solo in this race It'll take place what tomorrow morning, I guess, yep. isn't it? One hour forty-minute race tomorrow morning. One forty-five, is it? 145. One forty-five. One forty-five. Yep. Tomorrow morning, and uh, the three of those drivers are being Stephen McAleer in car number forty-three, Mike Skeen in car number twenty-three, uh, and uh, and the number sixty-four of of, uh, of Matt Bell from the UK. I think those three uh, are going to be uh, well up towards the sharp end in this qualifying session
1: green flag is out and all the cars are now rolling out of the pit lane the last car to leave will be that number 86 machine dave house and paul Hay sharing that for one motorsport but uh, everybody else out already around the circuit and the car is already as far as turn six
2: yeah number 23 of mike Skeen, by the way mike's only done two races this season in that uh, in uh, in in this in this series in that car for for Gilbert Courthof Motorsports. He's qualified on the pole at Mid-Ohio and qualified second and finished second at VIR. So he's looking to keep that front row streak alive.
1: Yeah, it's going to be quite a bit of a challenge from uh, Ligier expert Matt Bell, British Matt Bell, and then, of course, Stephen Mackler, the only driver in the series with two race wins next to his name. The last time that these people were racing was at Virginia International Raceway in conditions polar opposite to what we're experiencing right now the wet stuff was falling and it was quite torrential out there as the first cars beginning their flying laps it's Stephen McAleer who's got relatively clear track ahead of him he did have to get around the number nine but uh, once he cleared Gary Kraut all clear sailing ahead
2: and as you say uh, Steve McAleer in that of uh, number 43 the only driver to one more than once this season two wins to his name but he uh, has qualified on the front row in four of wow. the five races including poles in each of the last two outings at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park and VIR so uh, he's uh, he, he, again he's another one who wants to keep that streak alive and maybe get, take uh, three poles in a row
1: and the fifth race Jeremy was in that at uh, Daytona the row before the 24 when he and uh, Joe Robler the team owner were actually sharing a car were they not
2: yeah, the, the only time he didn't qualify uh, in on the front row was actually in round two at Sebring, hmm. where he uh, he qualified in in the in the fifth position. Uh, driving again, driving solo, but he was driving solo there. He qualified, but he did qualify the car at Daytona, huh. uh, and he started second there. Second there, second at Mid Ohio, uh, two pol- poles in each of the last two races, and a fifth qualifying effort at Sebring. So he has certainly hmm. been the most consistent qualifier this season uh, with. Uh, Mike's skied right behind him though. Mike's only really done as I say those two races.
1: Why is the checkered flag being waved by Dennis Paul as he oh just realised he went for the wrong flag on the, the starter stand so it's not actually a checkered session. All good. No worries for those three drivers who uh, might have been a bit startled by that but McAleer not paying any attention to what flags are out around the circuit goes overall fastest through the first sector. 9.145 we might get down somewhere close to eight are just on nine seconds for that first sector. We, we might actually see an eight next to it, Jeremy. A couple of drivers who uh, were putting on their brave big boy pants for this qualifying session. And it did take some time to dial in the cars to get to the fastest lap time. So right now, a 119 flat. I expect we'll see quite a bit underneath that. We do have multiple championships running and will be decided in tomorrow's race. And it looks like it's going to go the way of Rodrigo Fluker and Austin McCusker. Pretty much all they need to do is start the race to ensure their victory. But second through ninth, pretty much still up for debate. And the Bronze Cup should go the way of Joel Janko and uh, Jonathan George, drivers of the number 70. Right now, Joel Janko qualifying that car and is in 17th place.
2: Good lap there from Stephen McAleer. One minute, 17.300 in car 43. Purple in, uh, well, it was the all three sectors, but Matt Bell has just gone purple in the final sector <laughs> to go third fastest for the full 1.3 seconds behind that one minute, 17.3 set by Stephen McAleer. Mike Skeen in second place in car 23, so two normales at the front. Then a pair of Ligiers, Matt Bell and Leo Lamellas having a good qualifying run at the moment for Ansa Motorsports in car four.
1: Yeah, he is. The only car not out for qualifying is the 55, Nico Rieger, driving that car. And uh, he was the cause of the final red flag at the end of the practice session. Brought it to a premature close. So 21 cars out around the circuit. 2.54 miles. I don't want to hear any excuses about running into traffic out there. Oh, McAleary is going even faster this time around. Overall best through sectors one and two. We look for the blue and green camo-colored car to come diving down the hill. There it does.
2: Yeah, already already an eight tenths of a second advantage the first two sectors.
1: And a sixteen-eight-two-two. Two. So now he's got one and a half seconds over everybody else, and the red flag is out. Oof, so that,
2: that time, just I mean, just in time by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, I mean he he was already fastest, but uh, still just to. Uh, Lay down another good lap there for Stephen McAleer, 168. Still a half a second away from the best time he managed yesterday.
1: Dave House is off the course at turn 10 in car number 86. That's what uh, our timing screen is indicating. I wondered why there was a green flag waving underneath the Fox Factory Bridge, so clearly Todd Snyder was aware of the lap that Stephen McAleer was on, and our race director elected to wait just a little bit longer to throw the red flag. I like to see that kind of officiating
2: teams would agree with you, but whatever.
1: Well, one <laughs> team does. You yeah, like he, it when it goes he, he your way.
2: He was fastest in any case, was Yes, he,
1: so. yeah. But I, I like it when there's more attention being paid to what everyone is doing on the timing screen instead of just instinctively throwing a flag when perhaps it doesn't need to be done so soon. Dave is well off in the gravel in that little sand trap, just uh, off to driver's right at the exit mm. of... It would would appear
2: from the – it's a a small um, screenshot that we can see here. It would appear that maybe Dave drove kind of straight on, was trying to drive through the gravel, but didn't Mm. quite make it out to the other side, which is uh, a little bit unfortunate.
1: It's normally not a good course of action, Jeremy. I'm going to go straight through. If you've
2: gone in, try try and get out of it and – because it, otherwise, it's, if you'd gone straight on there, it's up, it's uphill, which makes it even, even more tricky from that, yeah. from the point at kind of the lowest point in the, uh, in the gravel trap there.
1: The snatch tractor well on its way to try and recover the stranded number 86, Dave House behind the wheel for the qualifying session, sharing the car with Paul LaHaye And my favorite stat that never gets old. Well, it continues to age, but it never gets old. 139 years old combined driver age of those two. They really should be fan favorites just for coming racing every weekend. The red flag is out. Time continues to tick away as we are now down to 7 minutes and 15 seconds to go in this session. Stephen McAleer, our provisional pole sitter in Robillard Racing car number 43 with a minute of with the time of one minute 16.822 seconds. He's eight-tenths clear of Mike Skeen in the number 23. So right now, both of their front-row streaks kept alive. They'll be pleased with that.
2: Indeed. And, and Matt Bell in third position. He's another full second behind the second-place car. Mike Skeen oh. has a huge, uh, huge deficit from first to third from Stephen McLean to Matt Bell, uh, the, the two uh, two British drivers in those first and third place cars. Uh, but behind them, it's all fairly tight. Just looking down the order to see who is the best of the bronze-rated drivers. And that would be, I guess it would be Chris Wilson in ninth position in car number three, just ahead of Jerry Kraut in tenth position by a couple of tenths. But of the, 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 there's also a bronze cup uh, division within this championship, all, all running the, the LMP3 cars, either the Ligier or the Norma. Uh, but the, the bronze cup is for... for, uh, for Cars that only have a, a bronze drivers in them. It can be a single singleton, such as um, Lance Wilson in car number 33, or dual drivers. Uh, and the quickest of the, uh, the the bronze cup contenders is indeed Lance Wilson in car number 33 and 15th position, just ahead of John Brownson in car number two, and then Joel Janko, who's the championship leader in the in the bronze cup. Uh, it's just a couple of positions further behind them. Uh, behind Bruce Hamilton is another bronze driver but he is driving along with a silver rated tony's casimates hmm.
1: is it mathematically possible for wilsey to do anything to claim the championship away from jj squared no no so it is no. a bit of a lost cause yeah.
2: then. as long as the number 70 car starts ah okay yeah.
1: so there is still some work to be done as the workout on the circuit continues the snatch tractor has arrived It's got the tethers attached to the 86, but that bright green Ligier just refusing to move a little bit. Now we get it moved onto the grass. Keep pulling and it'll make its way up the hill. And there we go. Driving away. Like to see that. So with just under five minutes to go, it'll take a couple more seconds for Dave House to bring that car back onto the pit lane. And as soon as it's reached the commit light, we should be good to send the rest of the field back out once more. Very heads up driving from Dave House, dragging the brakes and trying to shake free any of the gravel that he can off the racing line into the pit lane, and most people will be thinking, why is there a racing line into the pit lane? Well, because the pit commit line doesn't start until the end of that long dip and hill in, so you're still free to race as fast as you want there. You're not going to get a speeding penalty at that point. No,
2: it's a pretty quick entry, too, into there. Yeah. You're carrying a lot of speed as you come uh, down the hill, um, and then it kind of flattens out before you... Uh, she goes up uphill a little bit before you take the, the right-hander onto the pit lane proper. So it's a, it's a tricky pit entrance, that, uh, and when you're trying to carry too much, uh, a lot of speed through the right hander to get before you get to the the uh, pit speed line, then uh, you know, there's, it's a, if there's debris all over the track, there yep. that's uh, not a good uh, not a good sign.
1: Green flag back out, just under four minutes to go. So mm, maybe two flyers, depending on where you are around the track and where you are in the line to leave the pit lane. Possibly. Uh, yeah, just about probably. Yeah. Dave House certainly isn't going to get two more he might get one more flying lap but he's going to be the last one out of the pit lane once again the cars who are at the front of the line already now down near turn six they should be okay. And we should also mention that this is a different sort of format from what you'll see in the WeatherTech series and in the the Michelin Pilot Challenge series. Because in those series, if you do not come back to your pit box, you then have to serve a drive-through penalty. In these series, you are expected to go wait in line at the pit exit so that when we resume, things can get going once again. So... there might be a little bit of confusion in between the two different series, but that's just the way that it works in the Sport Series versus the Big Show. First car crosses the line, and they are going once again.
2: So the only car that didn't go out is indeed Dave House. Yep. Uh, other than Nico Riga, whose car has not res- has not uh, started this session. No. In an instant in the earlier practice.
1: And assuming they are fixing that car and getting it ready, it will okay. just start at the tail end of the field. So,
2: we did, did. we find out what happened? To no, the yes. no. We've been nailed to the perch, unfortunately, most of the day. So haven't been able to get around <laughs> and find out what's uh, what's happening out in yes, the paddock but area. But
1: you've come very close to chewing through your chains, so we might have to put yes, some new ones on, Jeremy. Yes. All right, Stephen McAleer, there he goes now, crossing the start-finish line with 2 minutes and 15 seconds to go. He should get two more laps. Yeah,
2: I think everybody r- will. You're, you're right, so that's that's certainly good news.
1: Still waiting on Mike Skeen and uh, Matt Bell to come back around and complete their outlaps. And here comes Matt Bell.
2: Yeah, So he made sure he's got clear track there. He's still got plenty yep. of time to do the same two laps everybody else. With. I don't think anybody else... Anybody's going to be able to do three. So uh, you know, both he and the last There's car master is Mike Skeen. Yes, yeah, so those are the last two cars. Hmm. Actually, no, a couple of these guys are going to be able to do one more lap.
1: Well, even the slowest of the cars is turning about a one minute and 21. So that would mean right about. Now you'd have to be crossing the start-finish line, and that car was the bright yellow pole star entered number 40. So they should be the last one across the line before the checkered flag comes out, or as the checkered flag comes out. And, uh, Dylan Murray did improve
2: on that lap. He's up into fifth position in car number 54. That's the MLT Motorsports car. Dr. Mike, Dr. Mike Thompson, who owns that number 54 car. And Dylan from coming Georgia, so a local driver. He has just moved himself up into the fifth position, now moved down to six. As who goes, Ed wow. Fluker, Up into second position, the championship leader in column number 47 from Peru. Cool. One minute 17.551, just ahead of Mike's scheme, but I think perhaps not for long.
1: Uh-oh, and going even faster through sector one with the overall best sector time for Fluker. Keep an eye on that 47. Wow. Mike Skeen is going very well, though, and he comes through the final turn, just opens his hands and crosses the start-finish line. Where does he go? To second, reclaiming the front row, trying to keep that streak alive. But Fluker on an even faster lap than the last one, which took him up into second place. What can Matt Bell do? What can Stephen McAleer do? Well, McAleer is not improving on his own personal sector one time, but he's not far off checkered flag is out so we have now had the full-time elapse still can't tell you who our pole sitter is going to be though it's not going to be fluker he went three seconds lower in the second sector so right now his third place time looks like that's the best he's going to be able to achieve Rob Hodas
2: in car number 74 and Chris Wilson in car number three. They were amongst the first two cars, I think, to take the chequered flag. They both improved. They're both inside the top ten. But no, Jerry Kraut, though, go, jumps all the way up to fourth position. Wow! In car number nine. That's a great effort by Jerry Kraut. He's no spring chicken, been around this sport a long, long time, Jerry. Super enthusiast. And uh, for him to get up into the fourth position overall, that is a very, very fine effort indeed from St. Paul, Minnesota. He's uh, 67 years of age, is Jerry Kraut, and uh, hats off to you, Jerry. He's just been bumped down one position, but
1: still, that's uh, a great run by Jerry Kraut. He was bumped down by Matty Bell, yeah. who took it up into third for that 64 Ligier. So the front row stands, Norma Norma, McAleer on pole in the number 43 Robillard racing entry, and then alongside him... Mike Skeen in another Norma.
2: Yeah, Mike Skeen did improve on that final lap yeah. uh, to a 117.079, but he's still two and a half tenths of a second behind Stephen McAleer. Matt Bell, a really good run there in the best of the Ligiers, at 117.4. Fluka uh, did not improve on the final lap, 117.5, then in the fourth position. And on row three of the grid is David Grant, who again did a nice job there in the pole, star kind of a 40, another Ligier, and Jerry Kraut, the... Uh, First of the bronze-rated drivers in sixth position ahead of Leo lamellis Dylan Murray,
1: uh, and then Chris Wilson and Rob Hodes rounding out the top ten. Just to keep going, Cameron Castles, it, very good effort by Rob Hodes, driving a, a chassis that he's only had one race in, so yeah. super impressive. Cameron Castles, Dean Baker, Blake Mount are in 11th, 12th, and 13th. Then it's Naj Hussein and Aligier Bruce Hamilton uh, alongside him, Lance Wilsey. Back for the bronze category and then john brownson ross schwest joel janko qualifying the champion elect in the bronze cup in the 19th position 20th joe robillard and then we had the uh ligier of dave house who has been moved to the back of the field for causing a red flag and if we can have them start the norma of nico rieger in that number 55
2: yeah, Jerry Kraut, uh, he also qualified 6th at VIR in the rain, by the way. 6th uh, again, that equals his best effort I- in qualifying. Uh, Bruce Hamilton also, he's in 15th, but that's his best qualifying this season as well. He'll be sharing that number 60 car with uh, Tony's Kazimitz. So all sorts of good, good performances there in qualifying.
1: It wasn't clean, it wasn't pretty, but it was qualifying. (laughs) And the next time that these drivers go out on track will be bright and early, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning for their final race of the season. And you can find it all here live on IMSA Radio.
0: Thanks very much, Jeremy and Cher. That was worth watching, wasn't it? And improvements right to the end of that session. Stephen McAleer and Mike Skeen starting on front row from Maddie Bell and the man from Deepest Darkness Peru. Rodrigo Fluka will be on the outside of the second row. Sound and vision for the race. Live from Trackside with Cher and Jeremy over this mortal Petit Le Mans weekend. Our live coverage continues here on IMSA Radio. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit Radiolamont.com.